previously on the lineage of Moonreach. We, and by we, I mean Tomar, dispatched the cultists in the room, and we interrogated the Melty Woman, who turned out to be a clone or a version of Thundara that was made by the Master, evidently, and there, of which there are four, I guess, uh, found out she was part of a ritual to summon something else as part of the ritual to open the seals. We dragged her out into the city where it became apparent that three dragons were descending upon Deepminster. A blue dragon, a red dragon, and a green dragon. Tomar had the bright idea to have Gorbel reach out to Vocha and bring in some backup. Pinwin tried to reach out to Dreg using Send, and Verolis and Jennifer went to the Tower of Wisdom to fight the dragons with their magics. Uh, Prince Othis and uh, the Townsguard are trying to quell whatever rebellion is going on in the actual city because townsfolk are setting fire to buildings for who knows why. And Tomar had the great idea to take on the red dragon. We're going to try to do some beguiling on this uh, big-ass red dragon. Gorbel and I are invisible while I try to get a scale so she can try and control it, while Pinwin and Tomar are trying to distract it, and they're having a hell of a time. Doesn't look good, folks. The D20 Syndicate presents... The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. This minotaur looks like it has some little nuts on him. Does it? Yeah, look at the... That's not an official Kingdom Death Mini. (laughs) A 5E actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, <laughs> we have our players. That's a sack. I'm Mini Nuts, and I play Willem. A bull sack. Oh! Uh, Why am I here? <laughs> to give me boon for that sick pun? <laughs> I'll punt you out of this podcast. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Stop looking at me for validation. You're directly <laughs> across from me. And Lindsay's always looking at the table. It so. was always, it's in your eyebrows. What? <laughs> what are you part of the Levy family? Yes. I'm Billy and I play Willem. I'm Tomas and I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela and I play Gorbel. That's right. Each week we look at the <laughs> balls of minis and play Dungeons and Dragons to record it for your listening pleasure. We are in episode 76. That's right. And things are heating up in the city of Deepminster. We are very likely on our last episode of this arc. So Ooh. hold on to your butts. That's what you think. <laughs> we're going to drag this out. forever to do everything. So yeah. we're just like So see you guys like... in six weeks when this arc's still going on and they're shopping. I spend my, <laughs> I spend my yeah. turn blinking. Magnificent Mansion. We're just like midair. We're like, fuck it. <laughs> we're just going to hang out here. Well, we definitely can't <laughs> shop at the apothecary now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's right. It is uh, blown to smithereens, and a mist is uh, moving over the area of the city that yeah. it exploded in. Is it a heavy mist? Is it staying low, or is it's it rising? It's staying low, yes. Oh, okay. Well, but fuck, we'll get into like that. Fuck those fog. people. 
<laughs> or up high. It's like we're, a fucky fog. We're air people. <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking Jetsons, you Flintstone fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shadow's down there. Oh, <laughs> Shadow's oh, dead. I the sweet irony. He has like stuff. 10 HP. Not literally, oh. but like oh. 20 something. Like, not oh, that's he, not bueno. He was lower on HP? I mean, it's the he same. He should have like 30 something. Well, 30, 20, 30. It's like still I mean, there's a big like difference. 10, 20, 30, 40, <laughs> and when rounds 50, down, 50, 60, and where he nine, gets hurt. So, and I'm <laughs> protecting him. Here I'm like, I'm protecting Shadow. All right, now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Around the Campfire. Around the Campfire. Kept it going too long. <laughs> this is the song that never ends. Tonight's Around the Campfire question is... I like that you always say tonight every time we uh, record these. Because we used to record at night, and I got used to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the ambiance. Sounds better than today's. It does. I'm thinking of the listener, because we release on mornings usually. I know that not everyone listens to yeah, it, no. on it when it comes out, but it's always funny because we record during the day and release during the day. Well, now you're lifting the veil of illusion. <laughs> yeah. I was under the, the impression fuck? that this happened at night. I am not listening to In a anymore. cave. <laughs> this is bullshit. And we're also it's, naked and Seth is in pain. Yeah. According to our other... <laughs> the yeah, our our weird, like, outside narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like the... It's like the main actual storyline in VHS that, like, keeps connecting Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Weird house. What's the question? <laughs> it's well, allow me to elaborate. Tonight's question is, what is your character's greatest achievement? I know I'm looking at a sad sack of failures here, but please try and <laughs> indulge. Mm, Penwin, what is Penwin's greatest achievement? Well, back in Shadeholm at my house, I was actually going to go back to my um, to-do hero list. I had a plan ahead of time, and there were going to be a lot of things I was going to get to X out, so kind of a big deal, like face a dragon, because I technically did, didn't say kill it, that was another check, I just didn't get a check it, I mean, I guess I helped kill the baby, I helped, that counts. <laughs> you killed but, the baby? <laughs> That's on your bucket list? <laughs> um, and then... One um, one of the things on there was uh, having Dela crawl back to me, which totally happened. So that was pretty wild. Um, <clears throat> and then what? I don't know. There's a lot I've achieved. A lot of I can't remember what all's on that to do list. I was hoping to look at it, but we just haven't had the time. But um, pretty much everything is like beyond what I thought I'd actually be able to do. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Gorble. You know, I always thought that I was going to be wealthy, and I did it. <laughs> there were a lot. The of end. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> so young me would be very proud of that. I've realized it's not worth that much, though, because I just end up carrying around a bunch of diamond dust and then doing nothing with it. Um, I would say that I'm I'm really proud of raising Jennifer and turning her into well i didn't do anything really but i feel like i helped her along on her journey i'm really proud of that you stopped all of us from killing her 
So I that's did. A, that's good. I mean, I've done a lot of great things, Tomar. <laughs> Get out of here, by the way. <laughs> this is my floor hole. Pillars <laughs> 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 other eating chips. <laughs> hey, down in front. But of all all the things that I've done and all of the goals that I've reached, I would say that's the one I'm I'm proud of. I've zero regrets, and I I'm very happy that that I kept her around all these years and let her do her own thing when the time came. Very nice. Willem, greatest achievement. I don't feel like I've necessarily achieved anything of import. Moving on. <laughs> the yeah. end. Is that it? I mean, essentially. Yes. Of the things yeah. you have achieved, though, what would you be most proud of? Number what, of kills. Can you please elaborate on what I have achieved? You got out of bed and you didn't cry. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, you killed. I was going to say just staying alive. I mean, that's. That's boastful, especially yeah. in this environment you guys are experiencing yeah. constantly. Staying alive. Uh, and I don't know if you'd mark it as an achievement, but, you know, just staying friends hmm. with the childhood friends and making new friends and staying together for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that being the, the audience. And the um, fitness club. Yeah. And the fitless, fit, it's, it's an fitless, the fitless club. It's a fitless club. It's a fretless club too. Um, Tomar, uh, I collected all fifty of the hidden dog tags scattered through. The <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they were really hard to find. I got a, I got a free secret video that was just the developers, yeah, just like, hey, thanks for finding them. I was basically just copying the YouTube video. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably reigniting the Soul Forge. Uh, finding out that I was a father was a cool achievement, but I haven't really lived up to those. <laughs> Just said, lofty fuck you guys. Shoes. Like, wow, cool. I mean, bye. I'm trying to create a better world for them, but hopefully they're okay. I don't know. Just yeeted the fuck right out of them kids. <laughs> Just bye now. But yeah, definitely reigniting the Soul Forge and giving hope to the dwarves. Very nice. But I wouldn't have done it without the help of these little kids. Okay. These meddling kids? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. You would have gotten away with it too. I feel like your metaphor is crumbling. Somebody was meddling and they're not anymore. So I did it. I exacted my revenge somehow. Unbeknownst to me. <laughs> Moving along. Anyway, let's uh, get back into it because you guys are fighting a fucking dragon right now. <laughs> All right. So, as we left off, the dragon blasted this alchemy shorp and <laughs> and uh, this thick viscous mist began um, I don't know how you are going to fucking say viscous <laughs> I love that word a viscous mistus uh, started trawling down the roads and kind of blanketing that section and continues to go and you notice that everywhere it touches it leaves like this burn But the dragon's not done. As it's reared up, it begins to flap its wings. Oh shit, it has a bonus Again. action. Everyone give me a dexterity save. Oh my yes, sir. I Ow. like this. <clears throat> Jesus. Right oh, now. yeah. 26. 12. Yeah. 29. 21. Gorbel and Tomar, you each take 17 damage. What? Yes. Dang. What kind of damage? Bludgeoning. So yours is halved. 
All right. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very calm reaction. (laughs) All right, cool. Uh, Penguin, it's your turn. I mean, ow a little bit, but yeah. Your nose just starts bleeding, but you're just still just like stoic as fuck, like and glowing. Oh wait, stoic and glowing. You got hit, so you're no longer invisible. I was sitting here wondering that, and then I was like, he's moving on. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna gloss right over oh, there. So, man. Gorbel, you are no longer invisible. I'm sorry. You look like you're gonna cry. No, I don't. Cry, you big well, baby. It's still focused forward, right? Uh, yeah, for now. It, it's not looking at you. How is their neck range? Um, not. You guys are down for far enough that it's not going to be like wheeling around. So I'm just going to coast in that blind spot. Okay. We should right. put them like around where they actually. Yeah, are. I was trying to do that, but it's like they're up above it. <laughs> I was up above it. Shit's hard. Tomas, I only have one more whole monster. <clears throat> what are you going to do, Pinwin? No metagaming. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I don't. Good save. Again. <laughs> wait. I'm, I'm wait, still I have 90 seven of them. feet, right? Yeah, you guys wait. are real close. I have 14 of them. I'm going to try again to concentrate really hard and just, like, and cast Hold Monster at 7th level. Wisdom save? 19. <laughs> I'm so waz. It does not save. Yeah! Okay. So, explain this uh, spell, please. Okay. After choosing a creature that you see within range, the target must succeed on a wazing throw or a wazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so wazing. Wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Oh, does he stop flying then? At the end of each of its turns, it can make another wisdom saving throw, but we don't need to talk about that. Um. Yeah. And what happens when you're paralyzed? Can you read that? Yes. <clears throat> a paralyzed creature is incapacitated and can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. You cast this. It's paralyzed, and suddenly it drops out of the air. I didn't think about that. Onto the ground. Whoop. And directly into the path of this mist. Well, good. With a loud thunderous crunch, it just <laughs> fucking backfired on you now, didn't it, Bill? <laughs> Dumbass dragon bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't control it if it's dead, though. That's probably not. But I mean, it's not dead. You don't have to. F- you don't have to control it if it's dead either. <laughs> yeah. Tomar. It has just fallen (laughs) on top of buildings, into the pathway, in the street, but into the mist. I didn't think we'd be successful. How high up is the mist? Uh, The mist goes up about 20 feet. So would being on top of the dragon's back be above the mist? Yes. Just barely, probably. Well, I'm going to start flying down toward its back as quickly as I can. Okay. Uh, I can go 120 feet. Okay. And I'll use my whole action to do that. Okay, you're, you're you'll get pretty close then. Um, Willem and uh, Gorbel, since we're putting you on the same one, the dragon that you were, actually, yeah, no, yeah, the dragon that you were getting ready to, um, take something from has now fallen, it plummeted immediately to the ground. Tomar, are you going to grab a piece of that thing, or do you need us to get down there? 
I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Where's the other dragons? <laughs> Where are the other dragons? On the other side of the city now, bat- doing their own battles. How does it look like Vocha is doing and his dragon? Um, well, they are the only ones engaging the, uh, the green dragon. So the, it's all, it's very active still, and it does look like perhaps like it's a little one-sided in the dragon's favor because the airship can only move so quickly. It looks like it's taken some damage. Tomar, Pinwin, you guys going to take care of the red dragon? Maybe. Did you see a spot on it that looked weak? Uh, a little bit towards the back. It looked like it had taken a really heavy blow from a hammer of some kind, or maybe like the back of an axe. All right. Okay. It's it's really obvious when you see it. It looks like it it's cracked and splintered. This may have loosened things up a bit too. Yeah. We'll try. If all else fails, just run down his throat into his chest and cut his heart out. <laughs> all I gotta do. Yeah. No biggie. <laughs> yeah, no biggie. Cool. All right, we're gonna go after the green dragon. <laughs> oh, right, Gorble. Can you? What do you think? Can you give me any more of that invisibility? I can actually. <laughs> Are you Woo. just hanging like? <laughs> yeah, I'm still upside down because I, I was getting ready to like Ethan Hunt. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like <laughs> just within your grasp, and then woo. Yeah, oh, that would have looked so cool, <laughs> like in a movie or something. <laughs> like if it was like an overhead shot. Yep. And just watch, watched him just right out of right out of my fucking hands. <laughs> See him just slowly falling, yeah, and yeah. you're like, <laughs> reach out slow motion. Yep. All right, so that's uh, and I can cast it at a, I can cast it at a lower level too now, Ooh. because I, I'm still invisible, right? Mm-hmm. So Ooh. now you've in invisible again. Whew. Wait, invisible, Gabriel. Well, casting it, casting a spell won't it end your invisibility? God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another third level slot? It isn't like a radius. No. No. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So I just I cast fucking invisibility at third level again <laughs> on both on, of you, <laughs> on myself and Gorble. <laughs> okay. Gorble. Yes. Same plan, different dragon. Do we want to control the other dragon? Do we want a piece of the other dragon? I only have one amulet. Should we go and help out Vocha and company? Mm-hmm. You could it. definitely fight it. Kill it. Because we're right. gonna we're gonna try and use the red one to fight the other ones. Alright. And I'm very biased because I wanna make sure that Shigara is okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. It, yeah. Go you protect can, your Kool-Aid, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> if uh yeah, if you're if you're ready, let's let's go after that green dragon. Let's give it a try. Alright. Do All you right. have anything prepared, by the way? I'm kinda making it up as I go. We'll we'll think of something. All right. So you, Tom, Tomar and Pinwin, 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 <laughs> you uh, see them start flying off, and you've got this dragon below you, mm-hmm. just uh, about twenty feet below Pinwin you. Pinwin does not see us flying off. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you guys don't see shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you watch them disappear, and then yeah. unless you got your fucking like heat infrared goggles. All right, so. I mean, if I'm being honest, that was going to be my plan. Like, if you didn't go down to the red dragon, I was just going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there. I'm going to climb down his throat <laughs> cut his heart out. <laughs> I'm going to try anyway. Can I tell how much fun. force it'll take to break off the spine? I'll uh, give him perception check. 
16. Um, you think with your strength, you might be able to do it. You just give Possibly. It a little bit of a tire check. Like if I hit it with something. Yeah, like with your hammer. Oh my goodness, Lindsay. <laughs> um, so when it's incapacitated, it has attacks against it have advantage, right? And, and because it's uh, paralyzed, any attack that hits it is a critical hit if you're within five feet of it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to... I'm going to fl- fly down. And you have advantage. <laughs> and I'm going to strike the spine in the opposite direction of where the damage looks. Okay. Damn. Edge. Uh, 22 to hit. The tie goes to the defender. So you miscalculate and your blow isn't as true as you thought and it kind of hits the side and bottom kind of banging usefully, uselessly off of it. You get the... Do you get another action? <laughs> I don't have two attacks per action anymore. Well, with it just being you guys, and we'll start a timer for one minute to be up, and so you can have that time to act freely since you're outside of initiative now for the moment. Penwin, can I get assistance on this? I can, Want me to try to shoot it? No, I mean make me make it easier for me to hit. What? Oh. Use your inspiration. I need one more. Okay. And my last inspiration. God damn, dude. Yeah, can you roll your D10? Yes. Um, D10. Right here, D10. Yep. Hey, eight. Twenty-nine. With a resounding crack, you blast the spine of the frill with your hammer and break a section off. And it kind of tumbles across its back. Uh, I bend down to get it. All right. And then I pull out the amulet from my satchel. Mm -hmm. Then I look at the the piece. Mm -hmm. And then I go up to Pinwin. You know how to fight these things. Mm-hmm. And I put the amulet over his neck. Whoa. So I'll get a control in. This is on you, buddy. You know how to fight dragons. Let's do this. I'll hold on. Okay. And then I explain how the amulet works. To All me. right, so Pinwin, you try to connect with the pendant. And as you focus, give me a arcana check. Oops. Can I keep that? <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, fine. you can. What is ah! it? Arcana? Mm-hmm. 22. I'll give guidance, too. Okay. Is that D4? D4. Oh, my God. 23. <laughs> All right. So you start focusing on this pendant, this talisman, and you feel like this magical energy starting to, like, creep up your spine and basically starts creeping up your face and your head and it feels like it just kind of swallows your eyes. And when you open your eyes again, you're surrounded by mist and your belly is pressed against the cobblestone street. You are in the mind of the dragon. Yes. (laughs) So then, am I paralyzed from myself? I'm going to hold on to you. I'll actually... uh 
Yeah, I'll hold on to you and fly along with the dragon while your body's like limp. (laughs) But the dragon is still paralyzed for the remainder of that minute. It's a minute long, right? That's how long it lasts. Unless I can break concentration, can I do that? In telepathic bond. You probably have to, honestly, in order to concentrate on this. In telepathic bond transfers with Mm -hmm. her consciousness. Yeah, Yeah, you probably... If it takes con- concentration to use the amulet, yeah, it would you would probably break it. just cancel. The so, okay. the so dragon is no longer paralyzed. What is the mist doing to me? Anything? It burns, but it doesn't seem like anything that is killing you necessarily. It may if you were to like sleep in it. Okay. Don't drink it. <laughs> don't, um, don't sleep in the burny. Which dragon do we go for? That's up to you. <clears throat> How are the dragons looking? Well, one is winning out a lot more than the other. The blue dragon actually seems like it's getting getting a little bit worked. Okay. I would I would go save our friends first. All right. And then Okay, well, I guess I'll fly over to that dragon. So with a shuddering like lift, you And Tomar, you feel the muscles underneath your feet start to shift and adjust as you grab hold of some of the spines with Pinwin's real body on your back. (laughs) You clutch the arm and uh, hold on with your other arm to to the spine as you guys are lifted (laughs) into the air. This is awesome! <laughs> Do you say that in your head? No. <laughs> Can I talk in my head as the dragon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. This is awesome! <laughs> you guys hear Pinwin say, this is awesome. <clears throat> Did guys, you do it? I'm a dragon! <laughs> and you guys, if you were to look back, see you would see it. Like, <laughs> like kind of lopsidedly. And then I'm doing the... <laughs> like the mini. <laughs> huh. And, uh, it's a wave and a wink. Holy shit, Pinwin, that's amazing. I know! I'm gonna come help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come help! <laughs> so you guys watch this dragon start changing directions and heading towards you. We're gonna get out of your way. <laughs> Alright, Pinwin, you are fast if you want to be. You can travel 160 ah. feet if you really speed. Yeah. So is that what you want to do? Yeah. All right. So you guys catch the wind of the dragon as it flies by you. 17 damage. <laughs> and where are you going, Pinwin? Just to the green dragon? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you guys are going to follow right behind? Sure. So you guys are in its wake. You're not too far behind it uh, since I think 120 is your... 160. 160. Oh. No, 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 I thought it was just 60. Oh, wait. Or did we say 80? No, sorry, it's 80. Yeah, yeah so if you're... 160 are you, is if you sprint. So you are actually pacing with Pinwin as the dragon. So you guys are, like, flying together, a giant eagle and a fucking dragon, and carrying their passengers towards this green dragon. And you can see the black dragon is starting to kind of lose its... Uh, kind of energy. It looks like it's been injured, and you can see that Vocha is on its back, and he's firing crossbow after crossbow bolt into the dragon and trying to avoid its attacks. Uh, you can also see on the deck of the ship, you can see that Herc Snake Punch is hurling vials of some kind at the at the dragon, and you can see that the assembly of Willem's old friends are also using their weapons and powers to try to subdue this dragon, and 
uh, someone you haven't seen in a while, Lance, is on the very like tip top of the uh, basically the sail with his uh, draconic wings outstretched, and he is firing tons of magical energy at this dragon. But it still seems like the dragon's like ducking and dodging and weaving. And as you guys approach, they look up and they see this dragon fucking steaming towards them. And everybody starts like, you can hear like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And they start to like try to, like you see uh, uh, Shigara run towards the like captain's wheel and start cranking it around to try to get out of the way. They're all assuming that this dragon is coming to help the other dragon. Um, I don't know if you guys want to say anything to anybody, but... How's initiative working? Um, we're going to roll bird. again. <clears throat> cool. What's that? I'm a bird. That's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a fucking bird. bird. I'm like a bird. I'm a fucking dragon. <laughs> nine. Nine, 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 nine. Sixteen. Sixteen. Where's it show the dragons in there? Should Dex modifier. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 14. Okay. Shit. Seven. Wait. Nine. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so Gorbel, then Willem, then Tomar, then Pinwin. You had seven, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. How do we keep rolling Can shit I- initiative? Mm-hmm. Can I perceive that that it looks like our friends are getting scared? Yes. Okay, I'm going to think to everyone. They think you're about to attack them, Pinwin. You need to let them know that you're that you're here to fight the dragon. How do I do that? Fight the dragon. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Duh, dor- <laughs> dorble. <laughs> oh, he called you adorable. <laughs> Damn it. Gorble, Anything else you want to do in this moment? You guys have basically reached the dragon at this point. No, oh, there's not much I can do. Do you have... Willem, do you have anything? Do you have, like, your... Uh, bow ready to go. You asking me what I'm going to do on my turn? <laughs> well, I need to I need to know how I can help you. Just get me to that fucking dragon. Are you going to try me, and stay a giant eagle the whole time? Maybe not the whole time. Okay. But at the moment. I say uh get me to the back of the green dragon. Uh if if not the back, one of its wings maybe. Willem, you might want to stay away from the dragon if Pinwin's going to be shooting at it with fire yeah. and stuff. You guys should probably That's just make it for the. Cube. You should make it for the airship and like shoot it from range or let's something. Let's just like, let's just like go get a drink. They got this. <laughs> Nobody's going to even notice if we're gone. Exactly. <laughs> that is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, should we go check on everybody? Sure. Okay, so you start heading that direction towards the airship. Um, Tomar, what are you going to do? Uh, while cradling Pinwin in my arms, I cast uh, Heal Aww. and heal him for 70 HP. Aww, oh, nice. That's so nice. Okay, almost <laughs> back to normal. All right. Is that she it for your thinks. turn? Yep. All right. Willem. Yes. Oh wait, you just you're just gonna flutter that way, right? I guess. Like, where well, am I? What am, what's going I on? I mean, you could still shoot him. Yeah. Shoot yeah. the dragon. Yeah. What where am you? I? I don't know where I am right you now. You guys are like next to the dragon. 
Okay, I'm still in Gorbel's clutches. Yeah. All right. Are you upside down too? Still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, I've done it before. Let's yeah. do it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think to the rest of the team, hold off on attacking it for just a second. I'm gonna try something, and I pull out one of my arrows from my quiver, mm-hmm. and I kind of think to myself, you know, what a wonderful world. <laughs> uh, I'm going to shoot at it, but I'm going to shoot a beguiling arrow. Okay. Do I have a save or? That's a nat 20. Oh. Uh, yeah, plus 13, so 33. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that hits. Sweet. <laughs> what does that do? Okay, so beguiling arrow. A creature hit by the arrow takes an extra 2d6 psychic damage and is charmed by one of your allies within 30 feet of the target if it fails a wisdom saving throw DC 19 until the start of your next turn <laughs> yeah I don't think it's going to be <laughs> succeeding on that saving throw natural one sweet uh, alright yeah so I'll just do damage real quick too okay <laughs> so I'll start with the 2d6 psychic damage okay that is seven. Okay. Uh, and then I get sneak a sh- sneak attack. Okay. Since I was in Vezabar. So that's I'm up to eight D6 with that. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> so this will be fun in the sun. Hmm. On a bun. Man, Focha's like almost dying and then we're gonna come in like yeah. <laughs> 10, 15. 21, 26, 32, 33, plus my D8. Oh, my God. Which is an 8. So I had, what was that, 32? So 40. 40 regular damage. Jesus. Nice. All right. So Willem fires back a, we'll say it's a... uh, It's pink. Pink. I was just going to say that, yeah. And it has like a, almost like a a cloud uh, behind it. it. Like... Okay, like magical energy, kind of like kind of well, it, like uh, bo- like boiling over. Okay, and yeah, just like 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 <laughs> yeah, and so it, yeah, pink he, and white. He pulls this pink arrow out, pink and white magic, kind of bubbling in the air, and strikes the dragon right in a soft spot underneath its like right underneath its collar, and it takes a bunch of damage. But then it is beguiled by. You said it's, or can you explain that again? Sure. Uh, So a creature hit by the arrow, uh, charmed by one of your allies within 30 feet of the target. Okay. If it fails that that throw. Until the start of my next turn. Uh, The effect does end early if the ally attacks the charmed target, deals damage to it, or forces it to make a saving throw. So who are you picking within 30 feet of it? I'm going to say Tomar. Okay. So Tomar, the dragon is charmed by you which means that it can't attack you or target you with harmful abilities or magical effects. Uh, you also have advantage on any ab- ability check to interact socially with the creature. But it still can attack everyone else? Correct, yes. But that That's stops a- when it gets hit or <clears throat> when it gets hit by him? Hit by him. Oh, good. What's well, cool, it won't draw aggro towards us on top of the dragon. And you might be able to 
Because, I mean, dragons are intelligent creatures, right? Yes. You could maybe talk it into helping you fight the other dragon. I'll try and communicate with it. I have a feeling that it's already magically controlled by something. Sure. Yeah. All right. Pinwin. So, fire breath is a 90-foot cone. I can't control it, so it's less than that, right? No, it would go to 90 feet. Anything in that path. Yeah. Okay, so I have allies in that path, so I won't do that. Um, I mean, you could position yourself differently. Yeah, you can fly all over the place. So I would feasibly be able to hit it within a 90-foot cube without hitting other people? Potentially, if you position yourself properly. You would have to position it where uh, he's the corner, and then everything else goes that direction. Uh Uh-huh. Where's the airship? Uh, The red line. Oh, behind? Oh, Oh, this guy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Actually, it's probably Uh-oh. a little bit further back, like maybe two squares back. <laughs> so you might need to fly back this way and then yeah. get him in the corner. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly myself so I can be within exactly 90 feet. That's the airship. Just enough <laughs> to hit the dragon. Okay. And then I will... Go ahead and try fire breath. <laughs> All right. You're going Sweet. to try fire breath. Yeah. Do you try roll fire. something or what? I roll. Read in, it out loud. In defense. Okay. The dragon exhales fire in a 90-foot cone. Each creature in that area must make a DC 24 dex saving throw, taking 91 to, or 26 D6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful. Mm-hmm. I have the... 26 over here. Oh, okay. <laughs> already gathered from when I did it earlier. So, if you need it. Mm-hmm. All right. And what was the save? Um, 24 deck saving throw. That's a natural 20. Ah, still and takes so half damage. It will still take half mm-hmm. damage. So, the dragon, like, kind of turns and puts its wing up to kind of protect itself. Oh, I can't hold them all. <laughs> oh, your little That's baby awesome. hands. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Can you grab that purple? Put it in my <laughs> Thanks. 80. 85. 90. 90 damage. So. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Damn. 90 foot cone of fire does 90 fire damage. I spit hot fire. <laughs> <laughs> but why? But oh. That's a 45. I forgot a feature that I added. Um, <clears throat> so you blast your spiral fire tornado at this creature and it hits it. And even though it puts its wing up, it still seems to take quite a bit of damage. Almost as if their save didn't matter. And so you fricasseed this thing pretty hard. It <laughs> and it immediately turns in the air to face whatever it was that attacked it. And now it's going to fly at you. Brother, no! <laughs> How could you? And it's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> um... <clears throat> And it immediately goes to blast you, Pinwin, yeah, right. with its own breath attack. 
I don't know my HP right now. <laughs> your uh, your HP is currently at. Hold on. Just turn turn around and show him the Tomar. <laughs> your HP is currently at four hundred and one. Oh, way better than Pinwins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it blasts you with its. God damn it! Where did I fucking go? With its poison breath attack. Give me a deck sisterity save. Okay. Yeesh. Yeah, that one's not good. Oh! What HP okay. is it at right now? The red dragon is a 401. 401. 18? Eight. Wait, did you say save? Yes. So it's not 18. It is 18 plus 7. That's so enough. 25. 25 saves. And so you are only going to take half damage. Give me those d6 back. Pass them over, taco. <laughs> taco delivery. <laughs> taco the morning to ya. Did, did Penwin Dragon take any damage just now? Yeah, can that's I, what's happening right now. Can I steal a note okay. card? Bill, Billy King passed me. I'm keeping track of your health. Oh, oh you are? are okay, never mind. Use. Yeah. Jesus no, it's Christ. okay. I'm never keeping track. Is doing, I guess. You can have. Yuck. You can add dragons as extras. <laughs> by yeah, the way. eat it. Good. Good. That's gross. <laughs> it's replacing the coffee. <laughs> it's fuel for the fire. <laughs> you don't know where Seth keeps those. That's I do. true. <laughs> On the shelf. <laughs> Next to the elf. High up on the shelf. His dildo shelf. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean... Never mind. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> I saw that episode of Mythbusters. Doesn't, ma- doesn't matter where you put it. It's going to have fecal matter on it. You are going to take... Divide by two. 45 damage. Okay. As the poisonous blast hits you. And you will not be poisoned in this moment. All right, so <laughs> I've decided okay. to not poison you at this <laughs> precise moment. Now it's back to you, Gorbs. What are you doing? Willem, you're on deck. Gorbs or no, Tarmor's on deck. I can't cast anything as a giant eagle, can I? No, you'd have to revert. Right. And you're about 200 feet in the air. Right. Close th- to the airship, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think to Willem. Do you want to get on the airship? Is there something that you would like to do that... I'd, I'd like to stay flying, if that's okay with you. Okay. But tell I mean, me, if, but I mean, if there's something that you want to do and you got to drop me you, off, you can definitely do that. That's okay. You could, well, you could drop him off on the black dragon. We could do that. Or we could both go on the black dragon. Could we do that? We could do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Do you have the black dragon in the Anish? I will. <laughs> so on vultures, right? That's yeah. what we're gonna do. Okay. All right. So you. Does sorry. the invisibility Are, end when I drop my. When you make an attack or cast a spell, then it'll. So drop. you're dropping your spell. So no, that wouldn't count. So you'd still have invisibility. That's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are we still. Did we roll like similarly again to where we're on the uh, initiative tracker? Yeah, we'll, we'll just. Each other I feel like it, we'll just do that since you guys are together. We'll put the, you know. I was just going to say. Well, okay. as soon as they get on the dragon, they'll be separate and doing different things. That's true. Right. But for now. Yeah. You guys can act together if you'd like. I was going to say, while she changes course and we go for the black dragon, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of put my bow over myself and I'm going to reach into my satchel and mm-hmm. get out 
a rope. Okay. And I'm going to start tying it around my waist. Okay. Gotcha. And you guys beeline for the black dragon. And it doesn't take you very long to get there because it's just like a few feet away. Now what would you like to do? Secure ourselves on the black dragon. Change my form back to... Back to Gorble. Okay, so you <laughs> drop. And Vocha's on there? Yeah, Vocha like looks over. Welcome to the party, gents. We're invisible. Well, <laughs> I'm not anymore. Yeah. Oh. Gorble's here with me. Hey, Vocha, how are you doing? Oh, Gorble. I can just hear your voice, but I can't see your marvelous form. I'm like right in front of you. What? This is wild. Probably I'm, not the time, though. Yeah, probably not. Okay, we're here to help and fuck some shit up. All right, what's the plan? Why are you on the dragon with me? <laughs> So I thought we were talking about going on the enemy black dragon, not... Oh, the enemy is the green dragon. The black dragon is the one Voch is riding. Aren't there three dragons? Yes. Yeah, there's a blue one, too. No, that one is the one you're on over here, which is the black one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Sorry. that... Don't see colors. See... You're going to get hurt on the other one. <laughs> anyway, what, what's the plan? Who is? If Willem went on to the... Enemy onto dragon. the enemy dragon. Vocha, can you lead this thing within 60 feet of that dragon? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let's do it. Cool. So he starts flying towards it. Yeah, we can probably move that off of there. And that will end you guys' turn. It is now Tom. No, it's now Pinwin's turn since you just... Didn't you just go? No. It's Tomar's turn. Um... I'm going to call out to the green dragon and see if it, like, hears me at all. Um, it doesn't seem to be paying attention to you. It seems really focused on attacking this giant red dragon in front of it. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to give the dragon that I'm on resistance. I'm going to concentrate on that. Okay. So you can roll a d4 and add it to whatever save you have. Okay. <clears throat> And that'll be my action. Okay. Because I don't want to draw aggro from it if it's charmed by me. Yeah, it won't attack you. Pinwin, what are you going to do? It's up in your grill now. Billy, how long I does the beguiling arrow last? Until the end of my next turn. Okay. What do you say? I can't hurt myself with fire breath, can I? Probably not. Well, then I'm going to go ahead and... Try that fire breath again. Since it is within 90 feet, so. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to do it again. Yes. This time it resists, but do you want me to just roll this damage for you so we don't have to keep passing, or would you prefer to roll it? Actually, you know what? Let's just, is it, is it okay to take the average? Sure. Okay, so we'll do the average of that, which is, I believe, 91. Yeah, so it will take... Is it half damage? 45 damage, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, you blast it again, and it takes 45 damage, and eliciting another loud roar scream from it. <laughs> and it actually looks like now it's starting to uh, get a little weakened. Yeah. All right. All right. Gorble mm-hmm. and Willem, you are on the back of this. You are flying... Very quickly up behind it. What would you like to do? Does Vocha have like a saddle on this dragon? He does, yeah. You guys are kind of like sitting on either side of it. Is there like a a horn on the saddle Mm -hmm. that I could tie the other end of my rope to? There is. Sweet. I'm going to do that. Okay. Gorba, what are you doing? 
Am I within 90 feet? Yes. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't even have to fly that close. So. Would your slippers just let you stand on it? Yes. Would they? Mm-hmm. You can stand on its chest. Like, underneath. Oh, that's wild. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, rope for safety. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Still, still you tied. Could, you but could tie it to Gorble. <laughs> <laughs> that way, if you, yeah, then you're yeah. hanging off. What are you doing, Gorble? I want to cast Disintegrate. Jeez. On the dragon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, please read the spell. So, since it's so big, I don't think it's going to disintegrate the whole thing. But, um... You're just going to do, like, 80 damage to it, or whatever. So it automatically disintegrates a large or smaller non-magical object or creature. If the target is huge, or a larger object or creation of force, the spell disintegrates a 10-foot cube portion of it. Jesus. That's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, a creature targeted by the spell must make a dex save. On a failed save, the target takes 10d6 plus 40 force damage. The target is disintegrated if this damage leaves it with zero hit points. A disintegrated creature and everything it's wearing and carrying except magic items are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. So, you dis- you cast disintegrate and I have to... I guess I have to roll first. Yes. It is a dex save 19. That is a two, so it does not save. And so a ten-foot section of its legs, the top portion of its legs, and bottom of its tail. 38 plus 40. 78? Yes. 78 damage. So you hit it with disintegrate, and it gets grievously wounded, and then uh, it starts like gurgling and and it starts to like very badly start flapping its wings in the sky almost as if it looks like it's at death's door Willem it's your turn shooter how how close are we Uh, you guys are like within 60 feet of it okay but slowly getting like more and more forward okay uh yeah, I suppose I'm uh, just a gonna shoot her. All right. But we are going to do a shadow arrow. Ooh, all right. What does that do? It makes it dark. It launches blood wolves out of the <laughs> 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 All right, uh, that is a... 33. That definitely hit. hits. <laughs> All right. I'm fucking killing it now. I rolled a 19. Um, go, Billy. Go, Billy. So go Shadow Billy. Arrow is a creature hit by the arrow takes an extra 2d6 psychic damage and must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, DC 19. Pause for dramatic <laughs> effect. It does not. Sweet. Uh, you are unable. It is unable to see anything farther than five feet away until the start of my next turn. Uh oh, and I guess after 18th level, it's 46 psychic damage. So, oh, so add a little bit more to it. So we'll do the psychic damage first. That's nine, ten, thirteen. Okay, for psychic damage and plus six, so eight uh, regular damage. Eight regular damage. Willem, show me what you got. Oh shit! Woo! Oh. Ow! 
All right, so... I wanted that kill. With <laughs> <laughs> Not even as a dragon. There's still a blue one. With with the uh, the rope tied around me and my, my spider shoes, I, I kind of jog all the way out uh, on the head of the of Vocha's dragon mm-hmm. and I take the shadow arrow out and it's just like got this like oozy kind of black to it. You can just make out that there's an arrow. So it's almost like it's a silhouette. A, it's a like void. A, it's yeah. like a silhouette okay. of an arrow. Yeah, oh, I was cool. picturing like tar. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and it's like almost smoky. Yeah. 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 And, I can it, it actually see that in my head pretty well. And I, I pull back and just before I let go, I kind of drop to one knee and angle it because I can see his eye, and I let it fly right towards the the green dragon's eye. And it goes right into the dragon's eye, and it flips over in the air and plummets. <laughs> Falls far below, and then just lands on the top of a building and slides off. Okay. <laughs> Kills everyone in Deepminster. <laughs> cool. You look back at Voch and he just gives you a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the blue dragon. Blue dragon. So all of you guys. Blue dagger. (laughs) All of you guys turn your sights on the blue dragon, which is being pummeled by spells. You can see uh, it's about probably like 800 feet away from you across the city. Um, And you can see that Varolas and Jennifer in particular are firing like they're up in its grill, like firing like juking and dodging out of the way as from the ground more wizards are casting spells and hitting it and they seem to be doing a pretty good job and you guys all kind of look at the blue dragon are you guys all gonna head at it at once fuck it yeah yeah okay everyone tell me what your plan what your one action is going to be when you get there tomar i'm just gonna shield pinwin okay pinwin so with that fire breath coming in, will I be able to have it in a 90-foot cube that wouldn't affect other people? No. Okay. Um, then I'm going to try to swipe in and do a multi-attack. Okay. Gotcha. Get that ready. Yeah. Gorble. I'm going to do disintegrate again. Okay. Willem. I'm going to try and cast blindness on it. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Y- Vocha steers his dragon toward it. So you two are now flying towards it. Penwin, you are flying towards the blue dragon with Tomar on your back, him clutching your real body. <laughs> and you guys watch as a sail goes up and the uh, airship starts turning to head in that direction as well. So now all of you guys are flying towards this blue dragon as it's being busily pummeled by, of course, all the wizards. And you guys start flying in there. Everybody give me a d20 roll. Add anything? No. 18. 18. 7. 17. Uh, Gorbel and Tomar each, or who has a higher initiative? Uh, she does. Okay. So, uh, all right, perfect. So, you guys all swoop in, and Gorbel, with, with, as soon as you're in range, you cast disintegrate on it. How does that look? I hold my hands over my head and clap them. And you watch as like a like a brilliant section, like a, just a giant section of this dragon's like chest and arm and wing go like dissolving into a fine mist. Willem, you cast 
blindness on it, and it's suddenly wheeling around, and it can't dodge as the as the blindness takes over its face. You can just kind of see the magical effect, allowing a ton of spells to start blasting it. You see a you see a rapid fire from Vocha. You see spells being cast and uh, arrows being shot from the prow of the airship, and you see the you feel the dragon below you fire a blast. Pinwin, you reach it. Go ahead and roll the damage for your multi attack. I'm gonna okay. hold Pinwin close, and then I'm gonna pull out my shield and like interpose it between whatever's mm-hmm. going on. I have to roll the hit. You already you a were imagining that you're succeeding, so oh, cool. okay. just roll damage. Alright, so two D ten plus ten. Ten, right? Yep. And then where's the other one? Here. So four twenty four. And then You get two three claws. attacks. And then two D six plus ten. So 46 plus 10. Plus 20, because you're doing two claws. Okay, 11, 13, 17. 37. 37. All right. Show me what you got. Nice. So, yeah, all this stuff is coming in, and then I'm just going to swoop in and then, like, bite it and kind of drag it by its neck and then... Just like claw with one hand and then claw the other, and I don't know. Okay, so yeah, you come in like a swirling tornado of fury, and Tomar, you feel like you have to grab on super hard because all of a sudden, Pinwin, the red dragon, is like spinning through the air as it gets close. It, uh, she, he brings his wings in to give himself like more aerodynamic ability, and it's just like a swirling vortex of claws and teeth, and like, like just slams into this blue dragon and starts tearing at its throat and its head and eventually just wrenches the neck so hard that you hear a loud snap just and the dragon plummets to the earth below. I know it's evil, but Lindsay thinks it's sad. But (laughs) Pinwin is psyched. You guys have vanquished two dragons and have control of one. Yeah! What do we do with our one dragon? Do we have to kill it? I mean, you probably just... Sapuku, right? <laughs> yeah. I wish we could just shrink them and then keep them in the bag until we need them again. We might just need to concentrate all of our attack power onto him and destroy him that way. What? The dragon. So take the amulet off and just destroy him? I mean, if you're controlling the dragon, you could probably anyway, just... Anyway, no, 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 no metagame. Come on. Let's. I'm telepathic bond. <laughs> This doesn't sound like telepathic bomb. This sounds like Tomas and Lindsay. So I need to destroy myself, right? I won't, like, I, Pinwin, will not die if... As long as you control the dragon, you could just sit here while we all attack it and kill it. But that wastes your spell slots. We don't need to use spells. Sounds not fun. (laughs) All right, someone come up with a fun way to kill the dragon. Hmm. Fly it into the sun. (laughs) Fly me to the sun. Does the amulet have a range in which it works and stops working? Um, when you identified it, it w- it seemed like a pretty big range because the person who was controlling that big go- golem from before was like easily like a half mile away. So, what would you like to do, Pinwin? Um, is there any like open land around this area? There is. There's also a vast ocean. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the ocean. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna take off and I'm gonna dive like to the bottom of the ocean and try to drown myself. Okay, do you want to describe how you do that? Um. And Tomar, are you gonna jump off the back? <laughs> if oh, he tells yeah. me what he's gonna do, yeah. Okay, Tomar, I'm gonna need you to jump off. I'm gonna sink this dragon. <laughs> sink this fucking <laughs> ship. Alright, I'm gonna float off of the dragon's back while holding Pinwin. Okay. Float off! I've never died before. <laughs> and I'll, I'll fly way high up in the air mm-hmm. and then just like put my sights set on just a middle spot in the ocean that's kind of undisturbed and just like fly as fast as I can down as far as I can into the bottom of the water. Alright, so those of you still floating above the city of Deep Minster. You see, <laughs> I also said deep reach. Um, <laughs> you see Tomar leap off the back of the of the dragon and start flying back uh, away from it. And you watch as the pinwin controlled red dragon soars out past the city, up over the ocean, and then starts climbing high, 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 very high into the air before it disappears into the clouds. And then you hear just like a <laughs> and. <laughs> Like a bolt of lightning, it flashes out of the sky, creating a like an open aperture in the clouds, and it hits the ocean with a blinding speed. And you guys watch as this massive geyser of water flies into the air and just like pretty much creates a, a just a pretty big wave that kind of crashes against the city gates and the docks, and all the ships start. Like, like rocking super like heavily, and a ton of water like washes up on the st- on the shore. And Pinwin, you snap awake. Wow! Shit, I just got a different idea. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool. Just flying straight into the ziggurat. <laughs> oh, I could have been so productive. Oh well. Oh. <laughs> you actually flew past the ziggurat as you <laughs> down into the ocean. And Calzivers are like, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh. My one weakness is dragons. <laughs> Dragon like, bullets. How did they know? speed into a building. Yeah. That was really sad, though. The drowning dragon. I know. I don't know if it had a chance to drown. <laughs> you didn't hear about the. I mean, you must have heard about it, but you didn't. You weren't there for the cat thing, Maria. Oh, um, yeah, that I was, think that took a turn. Yeah, like that. we already experienced that. So he was gonna be my friend forever, and he would have been an ally. Anyway, you guys are floating above the city. It seems as though now all of the chaos has ebbed. There's no more people fighting in the streets anymore or setting fires. In fact, they seem to be making an effort to put them out. In retrospect, as a dragon, I should have splashed some water about to put those fires on. <laughs> should we head on down? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, aren't I we all kind of down towards the wizard tower right now? Uh, I mean, you guys are, yeah, slowly floating down if you'd like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was. we were right up in the blue dragon's grill. At least we were. But yeah, I'll float Pinwin down to where the wizards are. And uh, how many of them are kicking? Oh, they're all still there. They're all like slapping each other on the back. Like all, yeah. all of them survived. Yeah, Jesus. Wow. There's there's like a good good like twenty or thirty of them out there, just like yeah, like congratulating, like high fiving and like hugging and stuff like that. Um, 
And uh, Vocha, like, flies down to the ground and lets you two off of the dragon. And he says, well, I think that's enough excitement for today. Uh, how about uh, we meet up uh, back in uh, Wolves Rest here shortly, once you guys clean this mess up. We got a few things we got to take care of. But we, now? Might, we might need to go to Bronzewall or Rose Lake. Why would we go to Moonreach? Well, we've got different business to attend to. I don't know about this Bronze Wall and Rose Lake stuff. We gotta stop this stuff from happening in other towns. Well, we'll see ya. What what do you have going on there that's so important? Well, we got a hot tip for uh, Lance's uh, final journey here. The reason we even came to this continent in the first place. What are you talking about? Oh, you guys didn't know? Lance is the crown prince of Starstrom. What? 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 <laughs> I thought we told you this. You don't no. tell us anything, Voja. <laughs> oh, well. Lance is the crown prince of Starstrom. We're here on a since mission. Since when? Since always. Since, uh, <laughs> since he was born. Birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. Is that why he's such a dick? Might be. Probably. <laughs> anyway, he has the ability to sense dragons because of the nature of his uh, uh, royal heritage. But uh, we're, we're trying to uh, find his dragon. He's on a pilgrimage, if you can, if you, you might say that. <laughs> Does, so, like, uh, this whole, like, royal blood thing that we needed before, would that, would, could Lance help us out Does with that? Help? I have no idea, because Starrystrom is a different country. Right? <laughs> I don't know how the rules of the planet work. Like, wait a minute, what if I, what if we just crown Pinwin king of <laughs> dragondom, and then... You know, just do a little cutty-cutty. I don't... I have no idea. Varolas? Varolas walks over. Uh, That was a well-won battle. I feel so virile and and powerful again. Ah, good work up there. That was a a nice bit with the the dragon there, Pinwin. That was so awesome! (laughs) That was incredible. It was insane. Thanks, Tomar. So anyway, jump if you want to, you. if you want to turn into a Varola Dex real quick and let us know. Sure. What can I help you with? Uh, so we were in need of royal blood. Does it? Is it any any member of royalty from any kingdom, or does it have to be a specific kingdom? I think it would have to be the specific kingdom, since the blood of villains in the lineage of the royal family and that's also the blood that's in the lineage stone here for Deepminster. Alright. Can anyone locate Othis? Uh, I can see. Shadow? And Shadow? We need Shadow. And Varola starts waving his hands in the air and two little portals appear. It looks like (laughs) Othis is on his way here and Shadow is hiding under an apple cart. Good job, boy. Yeah, you paused there for a second, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Vocha, please, please don't kill Shadow." <laughs> how do you? That suck. Like, do you know how to get to and from the abyss? Well, uh, I suppose if you had the ability to travel planes, you could you could go there. But I don't know why you would want to. Considering uh, the abyss is is a place that most get trapped and cannot escape, because you 
you once you use your power in the abyss, it's gone. It doesn't replenish, no matter how much you rest. Would a gate spell work? That just opens up a rift between planes. Uh, a gate spell might work if it, it does last a minute, so you would have to be quick. I'm, I'm confused why you're trying to go to the abyss. Our friend is trapped there. And we could really use his help. Your your friend, uh, Herstag? Yeah. Uh, well, if you, do you think that you can bring him back? I owe it to him to try. I can't just leave his body you, in the abyss. I'm confused, Tomar, because you only have one minute. How would you... How would you find him? I know exactly where he is. How do you know where he is? From the memory. The primordial. Oh, that's right. The primordial creature. I watched it follow him. The prim- primordial Shemalema Ding Dong. I know just the spot where he was. He might be. There might be demons there. Well, you I- get there and he's half eaten. Mm. I, well, I, I suppose uh, yes. If 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 that if that works, if you if you're confident, I didn't want you to waste it. Would you guys help me bring her stag back? Well, as someone who was a pretty big advocate of looking for her stag immediately, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's. I don't know how I can be helpful, but if I can be. It's going to be very brief. There's a very brief window, and it's going to be very dangerous, probably. Maybe Shadow should stay under the apple cart. I can guard the the gate, the portal opening, and act as a turret while you bring him back. I I would need cover. I would need someone to help me. I can definitely cover you. I fear I have exhausted most of my spells, but I can offer advice. You have one minute, so you will need to be as quick as possible. Time travels very quickly in the abyss before you even know it. Not that it moves differently, it's that it messes with your mind. So you'll need to be efficient and quick. Do you know what happens to your spirit if you die in the abyss? He, uh, he kind of looks like he's going to say something, and then... Uh, no, not for sure. It's got to be a chance. You said not for sure, but you looked like you had something in mind. It's, it's just that I've never been to the abyss, but it would be unlikely that a, someone who has died in the abyss would be able to be recovered. Are we doing this? We have to try. Let's do it. At the very least... We need to get his body out of there. And he might have left something behind. Like some knowledge that the primordial didn't leave for us. Mm. I I untie the, the rope from Vocha's dragon's mm-hmm. saddle. And I toss the other end over to Tomar. The w- one end still tied around my waist. Let's go. Vocha, can you fly us to a out of the out of the city so we don't bring demons on accident or anything? Absolutely. Okay. I think we could do this. So, who wants to ride with Voja? 
Because <laughs> you can fly. Okay. And Pinwin, what are you doing? I mean, I could travel by your back again. Sure, hop on. <laughs> We're going to come back to get Shadow, right? Can somebody round up Shadow from the apple cart? I will meet you there. Okay. okay. I will also bring Pinsothus. Okay. All right. Try and get information about the city when we go. We have Thundara in this bag right here. Oh, all right. That's she's all goopy. <laughs> mm, interesting. <laughs> I don't know what we want to do. Do we about have the that. boy king in there too? Yep. We yeah, hope he's not fucking with him. <laughs> just tickle, tickle, tickle. They just combine just, into one. I was gonna blob. say she's just like seeping into all the cuts. And, and then somewhere just smell bad. Somewhere Maury's desiccated corpse. Wait, is she on her side? She's on body? her side. Yeah. Her her oh, arm. Oh no! It's been way over seven it, years. Yeah, it's 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 not a That's good thing. Sad. Yeah, it's it's partial skeleton at this point. Oh no. We might be able to do true resurrection or something. But straight up <clears throat> dead. I mean they already mourned her, but <laughs> yeah, still. the morning of Mari. Mari's fun. Alright, let's go. Yes. Mosey. Alright, so you guys fly out of the city and into a field a few miles away. And you land in the grass. And then Vocha kind of looks looks around. I'll uh I'll I'll wait outside this the gate here, and if anybody comes through that shouldn't be, I'll blast him with dragon fire. Okay. Um. I need I need someone to go in with me, probably. I'm going. Okay. I thought you were oh. staying outside. I'm I'm guarding the the entrance. Okay. Like once we get over there, Penguin and Gordon, I'm what with are you. you doing? I plan on being your anchor by the opening. Would there be demons trying to get outside? Would they see that rift open? Yeah, who knows? Probably. <laughs> okay, then Whatever. I'll just stand at the ready, ready to shoot and fire at them as they mm-hmm. come. Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. We're just running in. We're grabbing his body. Not even stopping to check the scenery. Yeah, getting out. And I if am something, very fast. If something comes at us, we gotta be ready to do something to it. What'd you say? I said, I am very fast. <laughs> That's what she always says. So. <laughs> Sorry, I should have known. Yes. Did you not hear? Mm-mm. All right, so oh, what is... well, for the people in the back, and for those of you who weren't listening, I am very fast. <laughs> <laughs> for the nosebleeds now. <laughs> so what does this area look like that we're in? Just, it's a it's a nice open field. There's some farmland. Good uh, place you... for demons. Yeah. <laughs> Cat's tails. I pick one and put it in my teeth. <laughs> All right. I clap my hands together okay. and start rubbing them. And then I slowly create a portal in a big circle in front of us that leads to the abyss. So you guys see the swirling. And it's it's like moving shapes inside. It doesn't it's not like a clear view. It's like a, a gateway, almost like a fucking stargate. And you can you can see like colors swirling around and so you guys step up to the precipice do you go through yes yes and I'm going to give Tomar Bardic inspiration okay I grab his arm (laughs) and I just give him like a knowing look and I flex (laughs) give him a nod too 
He knows what I mean. I look at her confused. You guys be swift. We can't lose more people. What are you doing? I'm shooting from the... We okay. established this. I'm shooting from the outside. All right, be safe, then, one. Always. <laughs> All right, so the three of you step through the gate, and you find yourself in a bleak, dark cavern. Well, I hate this. And you can see about 30 feet away from you is a form lying on the ground. Ragged hair, ripped robes, looks to be emaciated and injured and dead. Mm. You can see her stag, like stretched out, lying prostrate on the ground. Question. Yes. In the vision, it you said that he had died by the boat after mm-hmm. he put his name on it. Mm-hmm. You said he was in a cavern just now. He was in a cavern. When, that's weird, where he found So that. the boat was in a cavern? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So it's a big cavern? Yeah. yeah. One of the things that Elijah didn't relay is that he climbed into a cavern, he found a boat, and then he had to drag the boat down <laughs> the side of the cavern into the river of lava. So I thought it would be funny to relay that, but he never did. <laughs> so, Damn it. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So I, I imagine his body was like by the shore. Me too. Oh, that's no. what I thought. It was sorry. like out in the open. Like Anakin and Revenge of the Sith. No, sorry. Yeah, it was in a, in a cavern, in a cave. Okay. Oh, okay. Is there anybody around it? Funny you should mention that. Because all along the ceiling and walls, almost like a hive, are the uh, hundreds of jittering demons. Oh, should I have come in? Do we have to do this? We already opened it. (laughs) What do you want to do? You've got a very limited time. How far away are we from him? 30 feet. I'm the I, fastest I, one. I I, I I run up for sure. Well, so you run? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, it's too late now. <laughs> I run alongside Tomar. Okay. You I'm, obviously beat him there. Well, I'm not racing him. I'm I'm going to kind okay. of lead the way and mm-hmm. make sure that nobody is attacking. Okay. Gotcha. Tomar's going to do the lifting. I'll have my bow drawn. Mm-hmm. Ready to take out any anybody that tries to front. Okay. As st- as if demons come flying at me, I'm gonna use like the word of radiance cantrip and just like keep saying words of radiance to blast radiant energy out. A swarm of these wretched demons unfurls himself from the wall and starts racing at you guys from every direction. Just <laughs> they're all about four to five feet and they run on hands and uh, on their hands and feet and they're <laughs> racing at you almost surrounding you completely except for where the gate is rushing what do you want to do we're going to make this into a skill challenge so tell me what skill you're going to use as you two reach her stag i am going to use religion mm-hmm. to conjure or try and conjure divine energy to protect both of us as we reach for and grab her stag body. Okay. I am going to use... I I guess I'm going to use... Would it be acrobatics or athletics to to dodge and, and jump and... Yeah, we'll, we'll call uh, acrobatics. We can okay. use that one. And then Willem? Some sort of dexterity or acrobatics okay. to uh, 
just rapid fire shoot as many demons that are chasing him as I can. Okay, gotcha. So you guys reach her stag, and this these demons are fucking fast. These guys are like Gorbel on steroids, and they're almost to you, but you cast up your radiant energy. Is that what you're going to do? And like immediately they like slam against it and start getting like devoured by it. You're ducking and diving out of the way, Gorbel, and trying to like uh, just keep them at bay because there's hundreds of these things like just like gnashing their teeth and swiping their hands, just trying to bring you guys down and tear you limb from limb. And on the other side, you can hear the, the constant thwack of, of Willem firing arrow after arrow into their backs and into their heads and stuff like that, trying to keep them off of you and create a path. And, but you're, you're finding that you're like almost overwhelmed by you right now. You're safe, but you're almost overwhelmed by the amount and more just keep coming. Give me another skill check. Mm. The first one was free. This next one we'll have to roll for. Uh, and you can't pick the same one you picked last time. I'm going to use perception to find the quickest way between the, the demons to get back to the exit. All right, go ahead and roll perception. 17. 17. Okay. You, uh, you're seeing that the area that is created by them having to go around the gate is kind of leads to a like an awkward angle where there's like a almost like a little snail trail, <laughs> a little cow path through the through the throngs of them that probably is the best chance. It's thinner there than anywhere else, but it's still like they're still moving towards you. Gorble. I'm going to draw my wolf blood blade, mm-hmm. and I am going to thrash it around, screaming okay. at the top of my lungs. And I am going to um, try to use intimidation. Okay, give me an intimidation roll. Nice. You're feeling good today. Thirty. Thirty. So Damn. you, yeah. Every time these these uh, demons start to come up, you stop dodging and you decide to withdraw your blade and you just start slicing through them. You chop a a couple of heads off just right out of the gate and the heads go rolling and some of them kind of back up in horror and take tentative steps forward and you're just "Ah, ah," like swiping in the air. No, I am like shriek screaming. Give us an example of that. I'm not going to do that (laughs) on a microphone. (laughs) Okay, so you're shriek screaming and they look a little bit like the ones like in your immediate presence like start to like back up. Willem. What are you gonna do, and what skill are you gonna use? Uh, how how uh, close do they come to get making it back? Um, they have only made a few feet, but you see that you can tell from Tomar's look that you that he seems to have seen like a a thinner path. And as you look, you can also see there's a section where these guys aren't running as as thickly. Okay, uh, I'm going to focus my fire on that area mm-hmm. and try and make even more of a path by just mowing them down with as many arrows as I can. Okay, we'll do athletics for that one. Go ahead and give me a roll. Okay. That's not great. Uh, 14. So you're doing an okay job, but you're, you know, there's a lot of them. So it, you're thinning it out a little bit, but there's so many that are going through that it becomes difficult. All right. Tomar, you're starting to stack up a, the bodies and now they're starting to get through your radiant shield 
So instead of a skill, can I use a spell? I will allow you one spell, yes. All right. So seeing that there's a grip of them blocking our way, Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Animate Objects and focus all that energy into one huge chunk of, like, stalagmite that I see off to the side. All right. And I'm going to pull it, and I'm going to swing it like like a bat. Okay. To knock them out of our path. Gotcha. All right. What's the rule for that? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. I guess it's animate object. So we'll treat it like an attack roll. Then? I mean, I suppose they could like dodge it or something. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll, I'll do a dexterity save. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah. You. You. So you rip this giant stalagmite off of the ground and you lift it into the air and you just cut a huge swath. Gorbel, you see this swath. Like, get cl- like for a moment, you see, like, there's a clear path. What do you want to do? I'm going for it. All right. What are you, what are you going to use? A skill or a sp- I'll let you use a spell or whatever abilities you have available to you. I already used acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Can I use athletics? Yes. Okay. Give me an athletics roll. 16. All right. Yeah, you're quick. You're, you use that opportunity to dash. Willem, you see Gorbel dashing down, but you also see that there's a few trailing behind her, and they look like they're going to catch. What do you want to do? Is there... So the the gate or the portal that we came through... Right behind you. Right behind me. Around that, is there, like, wall or yeah, anything? Yeah, like it's like a cave wall. Okay. So without breaking my concentration and Mm -hmm. like trying to uh, just keep pummeling these fuckers with arrows. I'm going to sidestep and step behind me and start climbing backward up the wall to give them more of a open, you know, uh, gangway to get through the portal. And I'm going to specifically start targeting the ones that uh, look like they're about to catch up with Corporal. Okay. Gotcha. And then, so give me a, Let's make that a... You already used athletics and acrobatics, so let's make that a sneak. 24. All right, so yeah, you start walking backwards up the wall, but you're trained on them, and so you're still just firing and firing and firing, and the ones that are catching up to Gorbel, uh, they go down. Gorbel, you do reach the gate. What Are you, you going to wait, or are you going to go through? I'm going to wait and keep fighting. Okay. So you continue to fight. Tomar, you're slowly, sluggishly, like, making your way through a little bit slower because you have her stag with you. I'm going to I'm gonna try and use my action to fly through them. And if I can, if I take damage, I take damage. But okay. Uh, oh, you, so you're just going to, like... I'm just going to bare knuckle go through. I'm, I'll use the animate objects again to swipe again. Okay. But then I'm just going to try and charge right through. Okay. If you're doing that, you're going to take... 26 damage as you fly through them and meet at the gate. Willem, you see they're both at the gate. You hop down? No. You're going to stay up there? Not until they're through. Okay. So you guys see Willem on the wall and he's still firing as these things are like chasing close behind you. What do you guys want to do? <laughs> I, I huck, I yeet her stag through the portal <laughs> and then I start going through and I pull the rope and yank Willem towards me. <laughs> All right. Pinwin, you see 
a body fly through the air <laughs> on the other side of the portal. Just like <laughs> it's a dead Hurstead. What do you want to do? Bernie Womack. Um I'll try to pull him out of the he's, way. He's flying any... th- he's flying oh. through the air. Like he's been thrown through. Uh, I'll try to catch him. Oh, Give me athletics. He's <laughs> already dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. It was athletics? The athletics. Of the moment. Or acrobatics. Let's do acrobatics. Yeah, that's a little bit better. <laughs> athletics would have been like pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it would have been eight for athletics. Um, 16. Okay, so yeah, you're like, uh, and you're like stumbling a little bit, but you're able to like leap and catch Hersteg's dead body as you land and like slide across the grass. Did any demons come out at all? Not yet. Okay. And then I'll gently rest him on the ground and get my bow ready. And at that moment... Gorbel and Tomar, followed very quickly by a jerked through on a rope Willem, come through the gateway. And then I close the gate. All right. Just as you close the gate, one head pokes out (laughs) and is and then rolls on the ground. Nice. I totally could have gone in. So he's really dead. Yeah, I told you this, he was dead. He's actually... I mean, I just... Um, I didn't. I almost prefer the dragons. Yeah, that that, that sucked. That was traumatizing. Yeah, that, it was bad. <laughs> I wasn't... I wasn't... What happened? I mean, they tell you the, the abyss is a thing, but you're never really prepared for no, what the abyss no. is. Well, what, what happened? Stay here, Pinwin. I don't want to talk <laughs> about it, Pinwin. as long as you can. <laughs> The curiosity will probably kill you, but yeah, well, let's just, like... Why didn't I go in another plane? I go up I and I inspect... I was going to be the only one out. <laughs> I inspect that head on the ground. It is severed, and it's a demon head. What does it look like? It's, like, all, like, like slate gray, no hair, like, bent ears, broken yellow teeth, mm. and, like, these big bulgy eyes, and, uh... Like its tongue is black. Did they all look like that? I take my. They dagger looked like a bunch of different things. So I take my dagger. So there were a lot. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot. So many. None came through. Except that head. But Good I work, promise there were a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I would have shot him if they did. But. Yeah. What'd you say you're gonna do, Will? I take my dagger out and I. Uh, reach in and I cut the tongue out and I wrap it in cloth and put it in my satchel. Ew. <laughs> it's not a living head, is it? What? No. Okay. I'm it's gonna gone. put the head in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> you hear from it's it. War. You hear from inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Maybe go out there. Those guys are fucked up. Do, do you have plans for that, Willem? Yeah. <sighs> Magical components. Ugh. At that moment, you guys hear. No. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. No. And seemingly standing 30 feet away is Calcifer. No. Hey, guys. What? Wow. You guys did a lot of damage here. Mm. That was crazy. This place is. Whew, this was like 
Man, I was really trying to open this seal. Uh. Oh well. There's still two more. Killed your friend. Which friend? Myra. Oh, I know. I'm pretty pissed off about it. I'm burnt. So is she. Stupid. Calcifer's a loser. Can't say that doesn't hurt, Willem, but... You're not even here. You know what? Jab's a jab, man. Why don't you jab off? Yeah. I I thought you guys might want to know, like, my master plan. Figured I'd just reveal it to you since you guys are so keen on finding out everything that needs to go on. Right? Sure. Say what you're going to say. I just want to let you guys know that in one year... Everything will be done. The chrysalis is formed, and I'm going to open those last two gates. By the way, you won't be able to get to those two cities right now. Uh, I've got them protected. So I, th- I oh, thought that was protected by what? Uh, by magic, Gorble. Haven't you heard of it? Oh, <laughs> cute! Like we haven't dealt with that kind of shit before. I'm just saying. These are under magical protection. It's going to really suck for the people in that city, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but that's neither here nor there. Well, things are going to really continue sucking for you. I mean, what? Not really. Suck a lemon, (laughs) you husk bitch. Well, I just thought I'd let you guys know that because this is, you know, this kind of felt like a game, a competition the whole time. So I figured I'd give you guys a little hint. You know what? We're well past talking with you. We've tried to... You're talking to me right now, Tomar. Does Tomar not know what talking We have nothing else to say to you. Yeah, I mean, technically, you're kind of more of a pawn than any, like, big thing from the sounds of things. You're just the master's bitch. Yeah, you're kind of a loser is what we have found out. Which reminds me, Lars, get fucked. (laughs) Poser. What he said. (laughs) All right, guys, but I just... I, I figured we we could talk about it. Maybe Why don't you go, go out have a, like a, a drink or something. Suck the master's dick or whatever you do. Well, you guys, one of you guys sealed the master, so like <laughs> that makes me in charge now. So that's pretty sweet. Well, he's gonna get out. I mean, he probably will. But at that point, I mean, it'll be a long time, and I'll probably already be in in control by then. So I mean, thank you, appreciate that. You guys got something out of the way that I didn't have to worry about. So, um. But yeah, so if you guys want to continue this, I'll be gone, but I'm coming back in exactly one year. <laughs> Huck's a copy of Fable 3 and Not took a lot. bag. <laughs> I just don't feel like there's a lot of urgency now. Have a fun vacation. Yeah, well, you too. We'll see you on the flip side, guys. The chrysalis is formed. Bye. I shoot and an arrow <laughs> at him. <laughs> the arrow like <laughs> if hits like it just just misses him right at that second. He it's just <laughs> <laughs> oh! Well, got a perforated heart now. <laughs> ah, that guy sucks. He is the he worst. Suck. And his timing is terrible. Why don't we just? <laughs> I'm going to cut little pieces of him off at a time. Why don't we just like what? Oh, I didn't. He was gone, so I didn't know who we were talking about right now. Why don't then, we just stop home, get a rest, and then just come back here and kill him in the ziggurat <laughs> before the year's over? Yeah. And then fuck the other cities. We should probably, like, kill that other bald chick, the other sister, because she's playing a role in this. Yeah. 
That, that would be a good idea. They look like half elves, right? Is what you said? They are half elves, yep. Okay. They don't look like. Uh, not kobolds. What's the word? I'm Hobgoblins? Hobgoblins. No, they do not. Hobgoblins. Okay. Varolas, can we take her to Wolves Rest <laughs> and then do one of your trappy things on her? Varolas, like, is just showing up. Oh, oh sorry. Uh. Uh, yes, um, I brought, I brought the wolf. Uh, I came here as fast as I could. I'm real low on on spells, so How does I had to run. Look? He looks fine, completely. He's like excited Hi, to be buddy. running around in an open field. And yeah, and He's behind him running is circles around Varolas. <laughs> and behind him is uh, Varol or not Varolas, sorry, Othus, just kind of languidly like moving along, doesn't unaffected by physical exertion. Sorry. Oh, still getting used to youth. What did you need? Tomar kind of like falls down, like like collapses a bit. We need rest. Yeah. Resting is very preferable right now. We need to rest and regroup, and then I then I'll try and bring her stag back tomorrow. Where, where, where would you like to go? Well, Vodja's already going to Wolves Rest, so maybe we go there. Well, I've got one spell left. I can send you guys to Wolves Rest. Yeah, then, yeah, if that's yeah. faster. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you need from here before you leave? Before we leave, I want to inspect where Calcifer disappeared. Okay. See if there's any traces of anything. Any ectoplasm? Uh-huh. <laughs> there's no traces of anything but extreme heat, almost like you're walking over a vent at one point, and then it disperses right in the spot that he was. There's a selfie Polaroid of him giving his <laughs> finger. <laughs> it's autographed. <laughs> to my number one fan, Johnny Cage. <laughs> All right. Well, I walk over and I, I try and slump her stag's body over my shoulder but I'm kind of too tired to do it. And Varolas starts opening the portal in front of him. And I kind of steady you with her stag on your shoulder. Right, then I walk him towards the portal. Do you all go in? Yes. All right. All of you find yourselves in the center of the cobblestone streets in Wolves Rest. It's changed a little bit. Looks like there's, you know, more additions that have been added. And a very surprised group of people standing in front of you. Um, A lot of the townsfolk are just completely flabbergasted that you guys just appeared in the center of town. There's just like ten brothels. (laughs) But they're all just kind of staring at you. And then they're, the wolves are back! And they start applauding. Woo! The wolves are back! Yeah! Wolves! Stop! We don't bring good tidings! (laughs) (laughs) Your aura (laughs) appears. It's not purple. (laughs) We need rest. Can someone take her stag's... Her stag. Take him to his hut and lay him down in there. A few of them step forward and they like very gingerly... And to answer any questions, he is dead. Don't don't do anything weird. We're going to bring him back. (laughs) So they carefully, a group of them, six, carry him 
carry him down the street and turn the corner, heading to his hut. It'll work, right? I hope so. Otherwise, the hell was all that for? <laughs> when Varula says said that it was very unlikely that someone would be able to bring someone back from the abyss, did, did he mean physically, like we just did, or did he mean like bring them back to life he after meant, they died? I think he meant spiritually. Yeah. I, I think we need to prepare ourselves for the very real possibility that he's not coming back. Well, Varolus doesn't know we're correct, Willem. And there's always hope. Why else would I be given this power if I can't do anything with it? Because the gods are all comedians. I just walk off and head toward my family's house. I beeline it to Belba's. (laughs) (laughs) What are you two doing? I go to my home. Do I go to Belva's and check out there or Durant? Um, <laughs> you look too excited. I'm. I, it's been. A, I miss Durant, and then and I want to see the update on the snakes, but I also want to make sure Belva's is okay. I better go to Belva's. Didn't I leave last time? Like not leaving stuff ready again. And they were they were like over overworked and were doing a bunch of overtime. Oh yeah, not getting paid. You were in the process of hiring. New yeah, I'll help. quickly go to Belba's. <laughs> yeah, we had to have those couple of episodes that were just focused on management. <laughs> those were my favorite. Um, Who did you decide to be the new employee? Alphaba. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because oh, that no. other guy was doing good too. And maybe mm-hmm. gonna be sad. Yeah, maybe you should, you should deliver the news about her stag. Yeah, might, might be. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> so the rest of you are going home to rest or yes. to Belba's. <laughs> Don't rest. Um, so we'll f- yeah. we'll fast forward. You guys rest. <laughs> what? Yeah. You guys rest through the night. Pinwin, you find. I'll give you a quick recap. You find that when you get to Belba's, actually everything's running better than when you left. Oh, good. Alphaba has essentially taken over management of the place in your absence and, and runs a sure very paid. runs a very tight ship good. and made sure that everyone got paid. They also hired Dirk as a bartender. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and he's doing pretty good. Okay. But they also hired Jeff as a bartender. (laughs) And he's also doing pretty good. Is there any money left? There is. You guys are, your coffers are overflowing, in fact. No longer in the red. Are you in the black? (laughs) In the black. All right. That's better. Yeah. And there is a very strict code of conduct there that nothing can be broken and no one can cast any spells inside of the premises. Hmm. Um, you weren't able to find time to visit Durant yet. You were overcome with such exhaustion, you feel maybe tomorrow. And when you guys awake in the morning, do you meet at... Before that, mm-hmm. um, I'm going, like, me during the night, I'm going to go home, visit the family, mm-hmm. check in on them, recap uh, Hazel on everything that happened and what our next plans are. And then before I go to bed... I'm going to go to the temple of Workerag. Okay. And I'm going to remove the caution tape and okay, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. And I'll, like, go to the altar where the Nightmare Diamond used to float. And I'll cast Sanctuary and designate it as the nice. holy place. Very nice. And then I'll wearily go back to bed. 
And then you spend the night doing drinking. Drinking. Yep. Getting rip roaringly drunk. Yeah, just kind of getting. Yep. Super fucking jazz. <laughs> um, yeah, and just talking with the townsfolk, catching up with the employees. Belba. Yeah. Nothing happens with Belba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and Gorbel, you're just going right to bed. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I, taking a bath, <laughs> washing my hair in diamonds. <laughs> I'm doing like my whole skincare routine. <laughs> She's got like her fucking like the mask thing on. <laughs> Cucumbers it's a me on night. Your eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, the next me party. The next yeah. morning, where do you guys meet up? I'm gonna wake up extra early. Okay, and I'm gonna go to Herstag's hut. Okay, so I imagine eventually you guys will probably find your way there as well. So what do you do when you enter? Uh, I'll kneel at his body. Mm-hmm. And I'll begin to pray. Okay. And I'll try to cast True Resurrection. All right. Are we there? Um, I'll say this probably happens before you guys arrive. Okay. But, since he did say extra early, but yeah. Um, I'll find I'll find myself. So after everything was fine at the tavern, I ate a meal and fell asleep at the <laughs> thing. So I'll find myself at the bar. Like, oh. <laughs> So I gathered uh, like a bunch of gems we had in store, mm-hmm. uh, blessed some water, and sprinkled it on him. Mm-hmm. So you touch a creature that has been dead for no longer than 200 years and that died for any reason except old age. If the creature's soul is free and willing, the creature is restored to life with all its hit points. This spell closes all wounds, neutralizes any poison cures all diseases, and lifts any curses affecting the creature when it died. The spell replaces damaged or missing organs and limbs. If the creature was undead, it is restored to its non-undead form. The spell can even provide a new body if the original no longer exists, in which case you must speak the creature's name, blah 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 blah. So... God damn. And it takes an hour, so I just kneel down quietly next to him for an hour, and I'm just concentrating... With everything I can. Okay. During that hour, the rest of you arrive, and you can see him in his concentration. I show up last with a mug of ale in my hand. What are the rest of you doing while he's trying to resurrect him? Um, I don't think there's much I can do. I just observe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just standing and quietly watching and hoping. When the hour passes, Tomar, you find that Herstag's body is still. His soul has not returned to it. All right. I sigh heavily. I put my other hand that's not holding the mug of ale on his shoulder, and I tell him, I know it's not the punchline you're hoping for, but maybe there's something that we can do later down the road. Maybe it's just not time yet. There's something we have to do now. His soul isn't at peace. We need to do a Volmanoir. We need to do Harvati cheese what? The Volman wire is a dwarven funeral custom. In the old days, we used to just give ourselves to the forge, but he oh, needs a dwarven funeral. So at the very least, we can maybe his soul can be freed and we can send him to the Hall of Champions or something. Are you sure he doesn't just need two more minutes of your thing? <laughs> maybe seven days? His, his soul... 
did not respond. I don't know where it is. Okay. I don't even know if the Volman wire will work, but... <clears throat> Worth a try. I don't want it to condemn his spirit to the abyss. Mm-hmm. If we can bring him back and send him home, then that... We gotta do that. Yeah? But I need your help. What do you need? I need someone to gather kindling for the flame. We need to build a pyre. Um, we're going to need oil to pour on his body. And Pinwin, and I look at her stag, he looks all like gross and disheveled, disheveled and stuff. We need to send him home right. Can you make him look good? A dwarf needs like a beard. He's going to the hall. Yeah, I can do that. I'll begin preparations and start looking for other dwarves around town and start gathering everyone. We'll try and do this by nightfall. Where do you want to do it? Maybe the town square. All right, so you guys go off um, searching for your items and you gather kindling and oil. And Pinwin, you spend that little bit of time, like, combing and braiding his beard and hair. And you even are able to get some fabric and make a few modifications to his clothing so that it's not so tattered and so torn, but still his. And you're able to prepare him. And you guys begin assembling the the pyre in the center of town. And there's a very quiet reverence in the in the streets of Wolves Rest as you begin uh, the process. Eventually you build the pyre and you gather the oil and you start, you see that Tomar and a few others have begun to carry her stag's body out towards the pyre. But you guys also notice that there is a large group that has begun to cluster under the awnings as the sun is going down under the awnings of these massive parasols. It almost appears as if the Karagar have arrived at Wolves Rest. Whoa. Holy shit. You can see Hexel. You can see the little, what is it, Kirid? The little druid boy? The, the druid hopeful. <laughs> Wanna be druid? You can see Balar. Balar. They have all seemingly made some sort of journey. What is that? It's a drawing of worms and Hexel <laughs> as worms <laughs> being best friends. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're a weird dude, Michaela. <laughs> oh, man. We'll have to put that on the Instagram. Weird dude, Michaela. And behind them, there's a large covered, what looks to be a plinth of some kind like a pillar and Hexel steps forward with Balor well we came here because I was worried and I ended up carving her stag but it seems it has come to pass I am sorry to see that he is gone for he helped rescue us in Wirecrag Thank you for making this journey. It was difficult only being able to journey in the wee hours 
and at night and just after sunset. But we've we've been alright. Can you not go out in the sun? It it pains us. We are unable to see very well. I'm sorry. That is alright. They all have they have sunglasses on. <laughs> they all seem to like have like they have the low, lotion from yeah. Blade. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> they have like low hanging like uh, handkerchiefs around their forehead, just kind of like shielding them. I imagine. Gorbel, like, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you too, Hex. And he like slaps your hand in a handshake thing and like pops elbows with you. You're staying trim. A lot of running. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, it looks a little sad. Sorry about her stick. I appreciate it. Do you guys want to go inside somewhere or no, get out of the sun a little bit? No, the sun is going down. It's it's all right. We'll we'll stay here. It's important that there are dwarves here for, you know, if you're having a funeral. I walk up to Balar and I clasp his arm. Uh, thank you for coming. And you can see that his throat doesn't look like it's fully healed yet, so he just nods. <clears throat> I wanted to reach out to you after everything happened. We got displaced. My brother was actually left there before we went into the the forge itself. I don't know if you saw him when you came and helped us, but he nods and then he turns and another slate is dragged forward and a prepared Romar oh, shit. is on this slate. He puts Damn. his hand on your shoulder. I touch his hand. Well, let's go. And Hexo looks. Shall we begin? Yeah, I would. I'd like to try and lead if that's possible. Absolutely. <clears throat> I've never done this before. Uh, and I wait for everyone to kind of gather. Everybody starts gathering. You guys see Durant has come. Varola seems to have made the trip. He must have waited and then <laughs> waited for his health or his strength to return. And he returns as well as Prince Othus is there and Jennifer. Every like everybody from Wolves Rest is also there, but you see quite an assortment of these Karagar, as well as the gnomes from Roundfoot Town. A lot of displaced people who have now arrived in Wolves Rest, thanks to your efforts. Friends, wolves, kin, we're all gathered here today to see our family home. A dwarf who follows the path of the Allfather deserves nothing less than basking in the light of the Soul Forge until the end of their days. For those of you new to our customs, this ceremony is called a Volmanwire. In the common tongue, one could call it a journey of the soul. These two souls before us have already been on an incredible journey, one fraught with peril and darkness and light. Tomar gestures to you, Gorbel, and you see the... Uh, jar of oil on the ground and he kind of nods at it and then nods up to the body of her stag. I pick it up and I am I pouring it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. I pick it up and I, I approach her stag and I pour it over his body. Then I also gesture at Romar too. <laughs> 
who's on the pyre, right? And I make gonna... sure to save enough oil. <laughs> <laughs> just save it all for her stick. You don't look over until it's all out. And then you've got like, like a basting oh, brush <laughs> on fucking. So then I get a spatula stick. and start scraping the rest. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This is a serious moment. I make sure to save enough for Romar's body also, and I go over and I also pour it over his bod. Okay. And then, and then uh, you get nodded to as well, Willem, and there's a stack of more kindling next to you, and it looks like a, a few spots where they, they're almost like special kindling. It looks like it's slightly different color than the others, and there's spots next to the bodies that look like they need to be, like those need to be placed. It's said that our dwarven bodies are merely vessels for Ackerman's radiant light. And it's our responsibility to foster that light until our last breath. In the old way, we gave our vessels back to the Allfather by consuming it in the fires of the Soul Forge. In return, we are rewarded with an eternity of freedom and joy inside the Hall of Champions, where the brave will live in light forever. And as I'm saying this, I'm snapping, and like the torches that some of the people surrounding the encampment are lighting up. Uh, you guys have torches too. And now that the torches are lit, you guys can all see how beautiful and majestic her stag's beard. It's so nicely braided and it's like very intricate knots and his hair down his back is also braided. For the first time, probably a long time, his hood is pulled back and you can see the shining jade of his crown on his forehead. And I entangled some like fresh plants Mm-hmm. Like within the braids. Yeah, you can see like yeah, f- yeah. Br- uh, braided like plant stems and flowers in there as well. Since a great calamity, it's now customary to commit our remains to the flame of a funeral pyre in honor of that memory. Before that, we ask that anyone willing to offer any parting words step forward and do so. During this part of the Volman wire, we also step forward and place an offering around our kin that they may take with them on their journey. So, Pinwin, you're up first. Okay. Um. I'm just going to wait patiently while everyone else goes. And if anyone else in the crowd does anything, too. Do I do Herseg or Romar first? Whichever you like. How are they laid out, by the way? Like they're They're laid out next to each other. Like vertically, so if you come up, you'd be at their feet, kind of looking at them, because there's a little like a little platform built up on Who's the pyre. on the left and right. Herstag's on the left. Romar's on the right. Um. Well, I'll go over to Romar first, and um, I'll just lay like a pretty wild flower I found mm-hmm. on him, and um, I I didn't. Did I know him like at all? You no, you met him just like the one time in the <laughs> when he was hanging. I on, I only met you one time, but um I know that you have you mean so much to Tomar and that I mean, you did a great deal at the end and I really, I don't fucking know. That's what a, that's a, that's, that was fine. That's enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be some elaborate just, thing. He's I not awake. A, <laughs> I whispered a pinwin. Short and sweet is fine. Okay. I just um, thank you, and um, 
go off in peace and rest. Um, and then I'll turn over to her stag and um, I'll place a really like I don't, didn't he talk about like the plants around there before? Mm-hmm. Didn't he have a favorite? Yeah, he had plenty of favorite plants. Well, I picked his favorite one, <laughs> whatever that is. And so I I found your favorite plant and I just wanted to make sure that you had it as you um, went. I. It's really interesting because I know you came a little later with me along to join the group and it's just so peculiar because when I started all of this adventuring, I didn't imagine I would ever have to deal with death as much as I have and I still don't I don't know if um, I'm used to it or am able to deal with it okay but um, you I also didn't anticipate um, making the friendships that I had and you were such a great friend Herstag and um, I just I don't know. I'm so glad to have known you, and I don't know. I hope to see you again one day, and I just wish you safe travels. Um, I love you so much. Um, yeah. All right. <sighs> so Pinwin exits the scaffold. Gorble, you step up there. All right. I go up to her stag first. Mm-hmm. And I put down this really funny shaped rock that I found. (laughs) (laughs) When I was walking here today, Herstag, I saw this rock and I thought, that's so fucking weird. It's almost (laughs) shaped like a heart. (laughs) And I thought of you. I knew you would have appreciated that. All these assholes would have thought I was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at Gorble all weird. (laughs) (laughs) But I know you would like it. And I know it feels like we've known each other for a lot longer. And I, I have to say, when we when we first met, I thought that we were going to be teaching you a lot. And, and it turned out to be the other way. I learned a lot from you. And you really came through for us on so many occasions. So I just want to say thank you, Herstag. And I love you. You're a wolf. And then I go over to Romar. <laughs> And I reach deep into my pocket and I pull out this folded little piece of paper that's really weathered and gross and old. And I open it up and I put it down on him. And it's a really shitty little kid drawing of our whole family when, from when I was little. And I tell him that I know we didn't always get along. And I know I said a lot of really mean things to you. But thanks for always being a brother to me. And that's all. Willem. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're all getting messy over here. Yeah. Fucking rock. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking stupid. (laughs) I could just picture him like saying, oh, 
thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll cherish it always. Wow, that is right. cool. Uh, you're right. That is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it. cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> so I didn't didn't get to spend a lot of time with Romar. I didn't know him for a very long amount of time. But I could tell by the interactions that I did have with him that he was a very serious dwarf. Most of that came from the immense sense of honor that I felt that he carried with him and just an immense amount of weight of responsibility. And I may not have agreed with what he did all the time, but I knew that he was doing it because he felt that it was right. And he felt that it was the honorable thing to do. And I respect that. And I'll never forget the last thing that he said to me was actually something that he wanted me to tell Tomar. And that was the Carl Harak. I didn't bother to ask what it meant. Still don't fucking know what it means. <laughs> but I knew it had weight to it. And that was Romar in a nutshell. He was a heavy fucking dude. And I uh, take a, a bottle of wine out from under my tunic. And I just kind of, I pull the cork out because I'm holding the torch in one hand. It's woman wires getting lit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I pull the cork out with my teeth. And just off to the side at his feet, I kind of pour a little bit out in front of Romar. Hersteg, of all of us that I, that have been adventuring together, I didn't think that this would be the situation uh, where we would all be mourning at your funeral. You went at everything with everything that you had all the time, whether you were certain of it or not. And that in and of itself is admirable. And I don't know that a single one of us could even match that tenacity if we tried. And I didn't think that I'd be sad at the thought of you being gone. But now that we're here and the way that everything went down, it just doesn't seem fair. And I'm kind of mad. But I'm still a lot more sad than I thought I would be. Wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing in whatever next life there may or may not be, I hope you're at peace and I hope you're surrounded by all the plant life that you can ever fucking want. Got plenty of room to play in the fields. (laughs) And I pour a little out in, in front of him. And I take a big old swig and I fuck off. 
I forgot to say anything about Shade. I'm like, <laughs> like a dick. I look around and I see if anyone else goes up. A few people do come up and say their own quiet words, and but for the most part, it's left to largely to the wolves. All right, I quietly walk up to Romar. Romar, I don't agree with the choices you made in this life. But you were doing what you thought was right to protect the world. I can't condemn you for that. When I grew up, you were there for me. You were there for all of us. You helped us grow and learn things. I have you to thank for the logic you gifted to me. I won't forget that. Wherever your soul may be, I hope it finds its way home. Thank you. Then I reach into my bag, grab another piece of paper, and next to Gorbel's family drawing, I put our family photo that I got from our dad's shop. Then I walk to Herstag. Herstag, I haven't known you for very long, ultimately, but I gained a new brother through you. It was easy to take you for granted because you were so helpful and we always assumed you'd be there. You died doing what you do best, protecting us from danger. You grew up so close to us, yet so far away, never knowing your true family. But you found one in all of us. I'm honored to have you among the Iron Fist clan. When we first met, you claimed that we were heroes. I promise I'll do everything I can to live up to that. Rest easy, my friend. And then I take out the dwarven dagger we got from the Belderock, and I affix it to his belt. And on the way back, I find Kirid, and I reach over my back, and then I hand him the staff of the woodlands. He kind of looks, like, solemnly wide-eyed, and, and then <laughs> nods, and and like clutches it close to his chest. Then I go step back onto the altar. Then I take a breath. Now that we've equipped our brethren for their journey, it's time to send them home. As I speak, please form a line and walk in a circle around the pyre, touching your torch to it as you go. Everyone repeat after me. So he places his torch first in the center, uh, in the base of the pyre, and begins to form a train where everyone walks in a circle counterclockwise around the altar. By hammer and anvil. By, By hammer and, and anvil. By fire and forge. By, By fire, fire and forge. forge. From Agraman's ashes, a deity born. From, From Agraman's ashes, a deity born. For home and hearth. For, For home and hearth. hearth. The might of the dwarves, the, the might, might of, of the dwarves, thrives by the light of the Allfather's Forge. Thrives by the light of the Allfather's Forge. And as we come full circle lighting the pyre, I get, as we come full circle, <laughs> I get down on one knee, holding the long beard to my heart, and I mutter, Wed Gutterock, Shagor, Adabild. And at that point, Hexel and the other 
Karagar step forward. They begin playing a song. As the flames begin to grow higher and higher on the pyre, you guys watch as like they, the Karagar continue their song, and it almost seems like something magical is beginning to happen. And they flare out, and suddenly it's almost as if the very, the massive amount of plant growth that her stag had put up around the village when he first came it almost seems like it starts stretching out up above the walls and tendrils and vines overgrow and off in the distance on the outside of the walls you guys watch as a massive tree begins to form shooting up from the ground and climbing into the sky a hundred feet tall it looks very similar to Leothondria, and it just grows and grows, its branches spreading out. And other smaller trees grow up around outside of it, so there's a small little cluster. And the flames continue to grow. And I start to feel like whatever's happening, it's working, like... But we need, like, another push... So as the song comes to the close, I start to cast Spirit Guardians. And I say, When honor calls a wolf to war, he always answers back. And if he falls, he falls for all the glory of the pack. And at that, you can see various different dwarven spirits appearing around him. One of them being Romar. And another being Herstag. There's the butcher and the butcher's bride and Gorm and their mother and you can see them too Gorbel they were you know they're very obviously recognizable and you guys can all kind of see that as they form and as kind of a final send off in this funeral rite and as the flames start to die down everyone starts to trail out and it's almost as if when you guys look, the, it's just the like the four of you standing there as everyone starts to leave to give you guys some room. But you can't be sure, but it almost looks as though you see a spectral image leave the pyre and start to float up toward the tree that has formed outside of the city. 
It is now night, and it's a very sober and quiet event now that everyone has respectfully given you your distance. But you all feel very as if you're positive that Herstag's spirit is at peace because of this event. As the last little bit of torchlight is is all you can see now that the fire has died down. Gorbel, you... Something strange happens. From your pack, it... The flap bursts open, and the book you found in your mother's house falls to the ground. The gem on its binding glowing green and some of that ethereal energy coming off of it seems to be connected to the altar, the pyre and with a crack the gem shatters and the book pops open as if a final gift from Herstag and that's where we're going to end the arc for the night Ooh. Where did the tree show up? <laughs> outside, like outside the city, like near the the front opening. Damn. Are the roots gonna affect our wall? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to cut it down. <laughs> um, uh, so you guys will have noticed that song. Seth came over one night earlier this week, and we both worked together and. Mm-hmm. Like cranked out of that song. Yeah, and then Tomas stayed up to like three in the morning editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and for our patrons, we're actually gonna upload that song if you guys want to. It's called "Oath of the Forge," mm-hmm. and you can jam on that whenever you want to. Yeah, Seth and I have been jamming on it like, yeah, like nonstop. <laughs> it was very difficult to not like play it out loud for like Michaela. I even said like, "Hey, do you want to hear this song I was working on?" And she's like, "Nah, we can wait." I wasn't going to do it anyway. It was just a tease. Oh, man. I didn't take the bait. (laughs) (laughs) In lieu of the usual vying uh, for the boon points, I'm just going to give everyone a solid 10 boon points right now because that was a really fun episode for me as a DM too. (laughs) That you guys did a lot of cool-ass shit, and I think it would be uh, silly to just start parsing through. I think I've hit my boon goal. Your boondoggle? You guys did really good at coming up with the words to say on the fly. Yeah. I already had mine written out. So. <laughs> yeah. Was mine okay even though I forgot about Shade Home and that whole Yeah, yours yeah. was really yours good. Was it was very okay. penguin. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I totally forgot about that until after. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you uh, saved my whole Saved town. my whole town, sacrificed yourself. No big deal. Well, let's get to tonight's MVPC, and it might be uh, might be difficult as a lot of crazy shit happened, but take a moment, decide who you want to vote for, and get that extra five boon points. Wilm's one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Willem is one, Tomar's two, <clears throat> Penwin is three, and Gorbel is four. All right. On the count of three, one, two, three, Vote. We've got three votes for Tomar and one vote for Pinwin. Tomar, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Uh, he got to kill a dragon. <laughs> Two, technically. <laughs> myself. Controlled a dragon, killed one. I killed myself. The nod and the smile. Yeah, it was awesome. 
Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Penwin. Yeah. Penwin, why'd you vote for Tomar? Man, um, there was a lot in this for episode. For getting <laughs> to become a dragon, that was like, I wasn't expecting that at all. Obviously, he's controlled stuff before, so I didn't wasn't expecting that. That was cool. You didn't think I'd let you drive? No, I did not. I didn't, yeah, did not anticipate driving. That was cool, dragon driving. Um, and obviously, like, just this whole thing with Hurstag and going back to him and make, like, I don't know, good, good send off. And I know you worked, like, outside on it and stuff. So it was good. It was good. Yeah. Gorble, why'd you vote for Tomar? The plan worked, it worked really well. And I, I didn't think about this in the moment, actually, but it, it, it was really cool of Tomar to let Pinwin have that and mm-hmm. get to For experience sure. that. Mm-hmm. And he did a lot of protecting. He took tons of initiative to go and retrieve Herstag's body. And he put on a really, really good funeral. Top 10. One of the best I've been to. (laughs) (laughs) Willem, why'd you vote for Tomar? Obvious reasons. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Need I say more? You just just listened to the episode, right? (laughs) I did. Yeah, so. Uh, All right. Well, that means tonight's MVPC is Tomar Iron Fist. (laughs) Take your five, and yeah, you know the drill. Yes, I know it's very hard to be excited after after such a downer ending, but you know, hopeful. Hopefully, do we want to decide my boon later? Yeah, I'll tell you guys your yeah, I'll tell you guys your your boons probably in chat, and then we can talk about it on the on the on there next episode. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for tonight, guys. Hope you didn't cry too hard. Um, I'm sure Dan did, but (laughs) in his car. Um, But thanks for listening. Uh, We really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to me and Tomas Wright, a dope-ass fucking funeral dirge. Uh, Dwarf style. (laughs) Dwarf dirge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks to all of you for listening and keeping us going. We're uh, we already blasted past last month's goal, and uh, now this month uh, is looking pretty good so far. So thanks a lot for listening, guys. Uh, but that's it for us. I am your host and DM Seth, and this is the D Twenty Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. Bye. Bye.
You trying to tear your own pants? These are Tomases. <laughs> they look like Desert Island shorts, and it made me <laughs> chuckle for a second. Yeah, you're definitely like tying turtles together on Tortuga. <laughs> there. Oh. So strong. Is that comfier for mm-hmm. you? I feel like you're gonna give birth in that position, right? No, it's I'm like not. just slime. I didn't trust Twig. the way you said no. I'm not. It it's sounded like, like little, you weren't very sure. Little of red it. Dom Deloise. I mean, I Twig. technically have no, no idea what will happen in labor. So, uh, do I have really bad breath now? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Don't, I mean, who don't cares? blow. It's the first time Tomas has ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> Stop blowing. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. No. Back, ye demon. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing there in my nethers? <laughs> You're putting hot mist on my go betweens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. my, my loins are already aching. You don't even make a word. <laughs> Is that icy did- hot? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you do? Oh, oh. No, I don't like it. <laughs> Get on out of here. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah. How, how And then Lindsay scurries okay. away. Sorry. Not efficiently. How efficiently do you think we can tear through this one? Good. You mean efficiently yes. or officially? Both. Efficiently. Oh, okay. Efficiently. Let's, let's do Let's work hard. Weird fishes. I should have never worn these shorts. <clears throat> Are you just tearing them open? Yeah. Stop fucking with my shorts. <laughs> I can't not pick at things. These are the worst decision. You gotta go to the short sh- but they were short, 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 short. Short, short. Yeah, I- Lindsay, you have to be a better dragon than Seth is. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you mean? Because it's dragon e dragon. Well, how much? I mean, I'm gonna Use your wits. <laughs> how much is a dragon worth? Can I dragon with spells as Pinwin through dragon? <laughs> no, just be a dragon. That's way stronger than a Pinwin is. <laughs> That's why you're a dragon right now. Does frightful presence work on another dragon? Probably not. It doesn't say it doesn't. That's true. They'd probably, I would say they'd probably get It's like aggro. Yeah. I mean, these dragons know each other, don't they? They, they <laughs> That's a weird assumption. <laughs> <laughs> They're totally bros. <laughs> He's like, Kevin, I just, like, we just had dinner last night. This is part of the plan. That Our hotel discussed. room was, sh- like, connected by that little door. <laughs> we left it open. Just in case we cut the urge.